Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been yeah, this is Black Country Blokes Tuna Fat. For me, Kev Dillon. Craig Pinches, Lee Cadman, and once again we're joined by one of our very good friends, Nick Davis, who is a NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, and life coach. Now we're in January, this shitty time of the month where we've all spent too much and we're waiting for our next paycheck to come in. Now's a good time to set goals. Not um, what they call New Year's resolutions, but just goals, things that we can achieve. And if we don't achieve them, something we can strive towards. So has anyone got any New Year's resolutions or these goals? Mine will be, um, after speaking with Nick on the last one, self-care. Yeah. You know, because you, you can set a goal to be rich, you can set a goal to work more or work less. Mm. No one ever sets a goal for self-care. Right. So my, that's a big one for me because, you know, I don't want another year, like the past few I've had, so my, my initial one is, is self-care. So important, nice. I'd say I, last year I set goals and my children set goals, three each, and my oh, wife. Wow. Um, but after doing the year, I'd actually change the way we do it. I'd do it again. So basically we set three goals each and we had three things we wanted to do more of during the year. Um, the, and the three goals, I'd change it to make them, number one, more manageable and more achievable. Then my kids have achieved some of them, but me and my wife haven't, which is not good. <laughs> you know, they're embarrassing us. But... I think the flaw we did is we set it for a year-round goal, and I think you need to set them um, the target not so far away. Yeah. Uh, because it's hard to keep track of that goal, especially when life gets on top and you're, yeah. you're, you're moving around. So. That comes down to smart goals, like the smart yeah. goal principle. You know, have a realistic time frame, like you say, because how many New Year's resolutions start in January? Yeah. And they end in January. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You know, and, and they do. I mean, you <coughs> yeah, got to, yeah. you've only got to go to the budget gyms, you know, when you start back there and then round yeah. And then over the months, you see people just gradually. Well, dogs get walked so, so much in January. So I'm going to get fit, so I'll take the dog for a walk. <laughs> February, the dog's back in the fucking kennel. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know the, the important thing that people, the biggest mistake people make with goals is they focus on the result. No, no, you carry on. Excuse me, sorry. So. The, the thing is, is so like if you want to lose weight, and this is the way I look at it. So for me, my weight loss goals had to go out the window last year for the last time, just because I'm working so hard. So I'm like, something's got to give. So I was like, right, I'm not going to focus on. I did a bit of gym, but not as much as I like to. Didn't focus on my diet, but everything else I achieved. So 35. Well, I set out to do uh, probably about 10, 20 magazines. I ended up being published in 35. Been on the radio with Kev. I was on the radio five times. I think this is my fifth or sixth podcast. <clears throat> so I absolutely smashed those goals, but. It wasn't so much about the result. What I said to myself is every day I'm going to write five newsletters for the, for the media and send them off. So what happens is if I focus on doing that, then, and I do it every day, even when I felt poorly or ill, so I missed the odd day and then caught up the next day, but that gave me the goals. So if you want to lose weight, you say, right, I'm going to have a walk every day. Don't make everything massive. Yeah. Or if it's a financial goal, right, I'm going to spend less every day. So focus on the actions rather than... So, yeah. And this is the biggest mistake people go, you know, do because they say to themselves, right, I want to do this. And then every day they haven't achieved it, their brain goes... All oh, right, I'm not going to give you any dopamine because you haven't achieved it. 
But if you say, break it down into the actions you need to take, then that's how you'll achieve your goals. And I was saying to Craig earlier, is when you do something once, so I'm going to keep an eye on Craig this year to make sure. So we say, if you straighten out a metal coat hanger, and Craig does one day of self-care, so he's done his one day today, we've done a couple of techniques, so he's got one coat hanger. It's easy to bend that coat hanger. This is not my metaphor, it's Tony Robbins. This. Um, so what happens is if Craig does this 30 days running or does it 28 days out of 35 and he's got 28 coat hangers, you imagine trying to bend them. That's a tough habit to break. So it's about momentum. It's about keeping moving. So whatever you want to achieve, find out what the actions are and then tick off. I have, I have a little book. In fact, if you go to Wilco, there's a little green book. It's three quid. And basically it's a goal setting book and you write down what, what things you should do and what things you shouldn't. And then you tick them off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever else when you do it. And they're on every page. So it's dead easy. So for me, it was like, I need to meditate more. I need to go for more walks. I need to go, go to the gym. So, and, and all the other goals I've got. But it meant, on the whole, I probably achieved most of my goals. But the other thing is, don't worry, I have 30 goals a year that I write down. I'll probably achieve about five of those. Yeah. But the next ones roll over because I, I still want them. I still want them. They're not yeah. ready yet. What, and, the, and the other thing is, if you don't achieve your goal, what we used to call it at BT, we used to do plan, do, review. So you plan to do your goals. What are the actions you need to, to take? Take the actions, then re re review your progress, yeah. and then go back to the plan. And I think something that we said um, before about uh, like um, boxers put too much fixation on the winning and losing. Yeah. And we said as long as you perform, and you were saying about yeah. the uh, the green indigo and green number, the tra amber. traffic lights, yeah, green the number red. Yeah. And I think that sometimes what we can do is have I perform well? Have I had a good yeah. day? Green. Yeah. I've had a yeah, mediocre day and I've yeah. had a terrible day. Mm. And that can be sound sparring, boxing, yeah. performing, podcasts, your music, yeah. whatever it is, your sales. When it can be, yeah, in my mind, I didn't get the sale, but I performed brilliantly. Yeah. They did, they, they, will it be played on Radio 1? Probably not. But I like the tune. I think I think one way to look, look at that when you say they focus on the results and you say people fixate on the results. I did a Prince's Trust course once on, on business and that. Um, and I think Richard Branson and Aaron, and they, they all say it is, when you do a business plan, they don't give a shit what's on the paper. They want to know what you've learned by following the process yeah. and coming up with a plan. They don't mm. care about the end result, it's what you've learned during I've the process. I've done plenty of business plans in my yeah. time, and let me tell you, uh, the very rarely the flip through. Yeah. <laughs> you hand them into whoever's... Because yeah. they, they want to know what you've learned yeah, through the right. process. They don't want to know what you've, you've, you've jotted down on the paper, which is crazy because you, you, that's the result and you think it's but, all about the result. But you know, the crazy thing is, is it only takes a little bit of effort consistently every day. And at the end of the year, when you've done that 365 times or as many times as you can, so if you're taking one step a day or one press up and then you do two and then you do three and things like that, it's called it compound interest. So you keep building, yeah. you keep building. So those little things turn into mountains. And I say to people like, you know, there are some days when you're really prolific, like you'll be writing or yeah. you do whatever and, and you smash the day. But there are some days and I call it doing it dirty or doing it scruffy and you just get through the day. It's not pretty, but you've got <laughs> yeah. through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. They count as well. And sometimes they count more than the pretty days because they're the days where, and when I was at the gym and I was bodybuilding last year or the year before, is I'd be in the gym and my, and my mate would go, I can't believe you're in here today, you look, look like death warmed up, and I'd go, yeah. I don't want to be here, but if I do 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes more than I would have, and the energy to get in the car, to get to the gym, to get out and yeah. get in the gym, is, is a day you know that you've, you haven't wasted, because again, yeah. with a negative habit, it's one coat hanger. 
two yeah. co-owners, then you don't go again. So that negative habit strengthens. I love that. I, I really do. But I've never heard that. I've heard, obviously, I've seen some Tony Robbins stuff, but I've never heard that one until tonight, and I love that. But it's like with anything, when the kids go, I can't skip. Yeah. I went and did practice. When the key to doing anything, you practice being able to read, to write, to be able to coach. Yeah. You've got to keep doing it, because I am naturally rubbish at everything. But I have to practice. I had to practice doing press-ups because I'd do every press-up or I couldn't yeah. do chin up. Because I couldn't do it, they inspired me to have to do a half one to a full one to yeah. going over and over and over until I knew I could do it. But that's, as we said before, about yeah. the courage to push through it. They say, don't they, that the journey of a million miles begins with one step. Yeah, yeah. it's know, so you, important. You can't expect to take one step and cover a million <clears throat> steps worth of... A, a mighty oak tree starts with a simple acorn. Yeah. And yeah. it's whatever terminology, it we is. all start with that first bit. Yeah, and it's a consistency. All you have to do is little things each day. And like when I started writing letters for the, uh, you know, I'm not embarrassed to say this either. When I started this journey, <clears throat> someone said, like, you're great at what you do, but nobody's heard about you. You've got to get some PR, you know, you need, you need to get out there, and that's why I'm doing this. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool to do that. So I started writing newsletters, and I wrote, I think I wrote 30 up until December last year, and not one of them went in. And I was like, oh, I've written 30 newsletters. They've gone out to these magazines. So I cry, I'd been out for a drink and this went with my mates. I started crying. I was like, why is life so hard? Why is it so hard? And I said to myself, do you know what, Nick? Pull yourself together. Keep going. If, if you have to write 60 to get one in, you're going to write 60. Anyway, the weird thing was, that night when I was crying, I was already in Cosmopolitan and Men's Health, but they hadn't emailed me to tell me. Oh. So sometimes the success is there, but you don't know it's there. And you're too busy fixating. You're beating yourself yeah. up that no one's got back to you. And exactly. Else. That success is there, but you don't realise that's there. And anyone needs that fix, um, impacts on us because you don't see your own value sometimes. Yeah. Get lost in the darkness. How will any woman ever like me? How will. Yeah. How can they ever take me? And you're thinking, mm. but other people can sometimes see what you can't see yourself. Yeah. I think, uh, per, like, like you said, perseverance is one thing. That we need to not. We need to not assess our value, our inner value and our true value by perceptions and successes and that yeah. because it's, it's not. Just because someone else is not feeling it. I could do a song and you think, oh, that's really shit. <laughs> Kev might like it. So yeah. you, you've got to find, Taste. we've mentioned this, yeah. find your tribe. You know, yeah. and well, the, the other thing as well is, what I say to people is, who are you, right? Take away your skin and bones, all right? Who are you? How would I know it's you? Yeah. If I put you in Kev's body and swapped all our bodies around, would how would tell. we know it was you? So what, you know, this is the thing, it's like, so I said to myself, so forget about physical looks or anything like that, or your skin and bones. So I would go, I'm intelligent, kind, funny, a couple of other things. So that's how I identify myself. What are the things that you identify about you? You can't change those things, because, you know, I would say for you, great, great dad. Is yeah. one thing we'd throw out there. Talented, gifted with words, music, and, and poetry. Yeah. So that's just, that's two. So it wouldn't matter where, whose body you're in, you'd still be that character. And Kev, you know, the, the things that, what would you say about yourself? Yeah, you I was to... going to say, like, how many people I, um, I talk to with disabilities and whatever, and I always say to them, I'm an obviously impaired man. I'm a man who happens to be visually impaired. Mm. I'm not defined by disability. I'm not defined by being a boxing instructor. I'm not defined by being a dad. Mm. I've got many different things that make me who I am and it took me until the age of 36 to realise there's many different pots that I fall into I'm not just one big pot not one big piss pot from <laughs> <laughs> many different things yeah. <laughs> I've met many different things that yeah. make me this person and I think that's what a lot of people don't see they go 
well, I am a black man, I am a gay woman, I am, and if you can, that is just one part of you. Well, one, you, you one of the things that I would say with Kev, and this is what I found, and you forget he's blind, he was going through London, and I started to get a bit sad, because when he was negotiating the escalators and everything, you know how busy London is, yeah. and I started to feel a bit bad, I was thinking, how am I going to get him through, what's he going through on the tube and everything else? And, and that's one thing about Kev, it's like, you, you don't realise how determined he is, and, you know, he, he makes himself look as if he's the same, you know, he's got the same vision as the rest yeah. of us, and it's overwhelming sometimes. Do you know what, sometimes even asking, when you mention it, I mean, I've trained one-to-one with you, boxing, and I don't think, I, I only know, no. I only think of it when you mention it. Yeah. I mean, I could be talking to you and I wouldn't think, you know, if we're saying that, and so, I said to you before, like, sometimes I'll send him a message on WhatsApp as opposed to a voice note. And so, like, yeah, and then I think, I think afterwards, oh, Craig, just send a voice now because it's easy. Because mm. you just, you, you just, you carry yourself so well, even through it all. You know, you. But that's been a credit to my parents and to other people around me because I've met so many people. Yeah, and they are that. They, they can be nothing else but that. And I, I feel mm. sorry for those people because I feel. Yeah. Like as a disabled person, I always think, would anyone ever want me as a partner? Because I was broken, mm. so I was off. Um, that was mainly through school and bad support teachers to being on the pool. And even when I fall in love with someone, I never thought they'd commit and be a sole partner. And then I got Kate, and you know, been a booker in my time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it, it, by the grace of God, and then this is what I try and tell these other people with disabilities, yeah. saying, don't let this define you. Because mm. now I'm happily married, and I've got a four-year-old daughter, yeah. and but to have said that to someone so much younger than me, yeah. but like when Nick was saying, you've got to let your story go, Kev, you've got to be yeah. telling people this. And at the time when we first met, I'd be about 21, I was going, no yeah. way in hell. Mm. I'm not going to tell people because I'm already in enough trouble scrapping and doing whatever. I don't want to give the bullies ammunition. Mm. And there was a 30 odd year old man. I think, well, who gives a cubic stick if you can help someone out yeah. there? That's, that's my duty. I think the other thing to mention is, aren't we all broken? Oh, yeah. You know, whether you've got a physical disability or a mental disability or whatever, everybody I meet, you know, that, that's honest, I would say most people would say they feel there's some part of them that's not, yeah. that needs fixing. And I say, well, why not embrace that? And that's what we've done. And 15 years ago, that's what I was saying to yeah. Kev. You've got to tell this story. Because when he told me the story, and I was training with Kev at the time, and I was going, how can you how can you do that with the pads then? And I said, you yeah. can't see. And he said, when I was teaching him NLP, he said, I wish I could see people's eyes because we were doing eye accessing cues. Yeah. And I was thinking, bloody hell, it's amazing. And that's what I said. Your story was so inspiring. And I knew then we were going to go on a journey. I didn't know where it would end. Yeah. You know, and, I'm, and there's a load more chapters to write still. But when you start being yourself and accepting yourself for who you are and having that self-care, yeah. and I say to people, you don't have to love yourself. Because I, I went through the whole thing when I collapsed. It was like standing in front of the mirror and go, I love you. You're an amazing human yeah. being. Oh, it's like my mind's just going, oh, this is like a twaddle. Yeah. You know, so what I do, if I need to, I just look at myself and go, you're okay, son. Yeah. Shrug me, shall go. You're okay, yeah. and that's all I need to get to and have a good day. I always say it could be worse. It could always be worse. Yeah, that's it, what I was saying. You know, there's um, I, I said something the other day because I, I was after I was after my reset button. Someone to have tattooed on me or whatever else. Because there's um, I can't remember what is it Briggs, one of the boxers. Shannon Briggs. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. And yeah, he, I watched this thing, and he said, "This is my reset button. When I'm feeling negative, when I'm feeling this, I just look at myself and say, like, let 'Let's go, champ.' And I yeah. thought, that's wicked. You Listen know, to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Joe Rogan's great. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. See, I think that's. I think that's. So someone. So like the viewers and I can take something away from it. 
in, in regards to goals and that yeah. new year goals maybe as you say identify with yourself what you'll never change about you so yeah. if you've got putting someone else's body they know it was you through these yeah. three or four <coughs> values yeah. and look at them and 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 let them manifest themselves self-assessment in that is for yeah. me it's so hard to actually do without going negative I find that would work, you know. You do. I've again, I've done a lot of sit down and say how your years gone, what you want to do with the future, mm. where where are your strengths, and you. I I always go down to a negative, so not a strength. In, yeah. what, in what sense? Sorry, could you elaborate on that? Um, in terms of when I'm thinking about myself. So, you think well, I'm shit at everything. So what you know, instead of saying, well, this is me, and they yeah. know me for this, you'd think, well, this is me. But, well, <laughs> it, but the thing is, is like I could say to you, like, do you deprive children of food and, um, you know... Don't, I don't try to. <laughs> don't try to. Right, so you're likely to be a good dad, from yeah. what I can gather. If, you, if, you're, if you're getting your kids to do goals, then you're likely I to I understand be... what you're saying there, but then yeah. I also think, I've spent that much time working when I should have been with my kids, or uh, wallowing, or, yeah, yeah, or but, not being with yeah. my kids. And the reason for that voice in your head is to, that's to make you drive harder. So don't, you know, don't think the negative voice is like, mine is I'm not good enough. And I keep it there because it's like, I'm not good enough. It means I need to get a little bit more, get a little bit better. Mm. So it keeps me ahead of the, my competition. Yeah. So everything I study, even now, I'm thinking, what could I have done better? Yeah. So don't say it's a bad thing because it's mm. moving you forward. But also, what you've got to do is show gratitude for the blessings in your life. What have you created in your life that you've done well? We're not, and we're not saying, oh, let's relax and stay there. We're just going, oh, every bit of your mm. life, you've got to go, well, you know, I work hard, but what does that do? That provides income for my family. Because, you know, if I didn't yeah. work hard and I was like, you know, sort of sitting around this, I nearly might not have a job. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, you know that negative voice? Yeah. Is that you do a good uh, technique for this, don't you? Yeah, too? I've got a few. Um, would you like to try one out on these? Yeah, so if you, if you have the negative voice and it's particularly bad, there's a couple of things you can do. One of them is to push your tongue right at the top of your mouth. Because what happens is what people don't realise. When we're thinking about things, people do micro-expressions. And this is how I can read body language when people are thinking about certain things. And you'll see, when people are thinking about certain words, you'll see their lips move and their tongue move. So when the critical voice is going off, it's likely to your tongue is going to be moving in the mouth. So if you push it right at the roof of your mouth, it will shut it down. And the other thing as well, so identify whereabouts you hear the critical voice in your foot around your head. So some people it's here, some people it's here, some people it's here. Mostly it's behind the ears because this is where teachers or your parents stood over you and told you you're bad. Yeah. <coughs> so there's a technique I use where I stand behind people and I'll, I'll say positive do things. You two, in do the you ears. want to come and jump down here? Because I've done this with Nick before. You two come and stand over here. Yeah, yeah. Just so, um, so identify the voice that tells you you're not good enough or whatever when it's plaguing you and replay it now and just show me with your hand whereabouts the voice is. In truth, I'm struggling at the moment. I've had a few days where I've had, I don't feel well and I've had a lot going in. Mm. Um, so it should be quite I'm busy. struggling to relax actually to do anything yeah. that makes sense yeah. too much going on too much going on mm. so where's that come from what's driving you forward what to driving me forward sorry I'm, so, so you said you've had a busy, busy few days you're struggling to relax what's keeping you going I'll, I'll, I'll just keep going I've always been that, that way I couldn't tell you I'll just keep yeah, going yeah. All right, so if you, if you can't get the critical voice, but that's a good thing, so you always manage to keep going, so that's a positive. It doesn't matter what you feel like, you always keep going. Yeah. So that's something to consider. See, now, when, look, obviously I'm not enforcing it now, but initially it's again the throat, but behind my eyes. Behind your eyes, ah, right, okay. So if you, so it'll have a specific tonality, won't it, the way it speaks yeah. to you, yeah? You got yeah. it? So we need to imagine pulling it from behind your eyes and your throat and putting it in front of you on your hand like that, so put your hand out like that. And then what I want you to do, I want you to put a green wig on it. 
red uh, nose that we do for so just imagine it and imagine it saying to you now uh, and it's talking to you in a squeaky voice so, <laughs> working already who's, who's got the power this is what this is what we call driving your own bus all right so this is all i do i teach you ways because most people sit on the bus and the bus driver's a negative person telling us we're rubbish with this, that, and the other. And don't get me wrong, when I'm stressed and tired, sometimes I sit on the back of the bus and the yeah. bus driver's driving me down these dark lanes. But every now and again, you've got to get in there and you've got to drive your own bus. Tell them who's in control and then do that. Would that work, will that work for, not necessarily like an attack on your self-esteem, but would that work for any sort of negative yeah. force? Yeah. That's a good idea. So we're changing the submodalities because when it's behind your eyes or behind your ears, it's normally above you, bigger than you. Okay. So it's inside. So when you move it and put it there, it's below green, you. Green wig, little red uh, comedy um, nose on it, co uh, comic relief. And he's talking to you like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it worked. I mean, will yeah, I? Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's the same. It's like these seem such simple. Well, the funny thing is about mental health, and this is what really frustrates me, is I have to be careful what I'm saying, but most mm. of the mental health services are <coughs> a little bit old now. Does that make sense? We've yeah. had a lot of advancements with mental health, and things are a lot. There's a lot of improvements, and the problem with the NHS and places like that, the, the organisation is so big, and the hoops you have to jump through. Like I say, I've been trying to get blast in there for three years. And say to them, they'll test it, I'll work for free, and this, that, and the other, keep getting knocked back, keep getting knocked back. Is it because of that? I know, you know, I don't think it's malicious, but because of that, things like that take yeah. longer to come in, and that's why I do this podcast. Because if somebody can have a yeah. technique to get them through and go, well, I've got that for free, then, you know, we can help people. On about what Lee was saying, is there anything for that? Sometimes my head gets that full of stuff. Yeah, so, the, so for, for, for Lee, you've got to do Lima. So as soon as you get like that, feet flat on the floor, hands on your lap, and the reason I push you there because I could see there was some like tears behind your eyes, that will come through. So just relax, and as you look at the floor, and then I'll just do it. I'll have a little cry, and what a cry does is you've got your emotional rucksack on the bag, and the cry just lets it gives you a little bit of space in there, and that get you through. But do that every morning, every night before bed, and it it's like putting the, the petrol in, yeah. and just giving yourself a couple of liters of fuel yeah. extra. And that's what we do with the boxers, isn't it, Kev? Before they fight, we get them into that state. Yeah. And Kev's, you know, absolutely smashing this with the boxers now. I actually tried it. You, you gave us a similar technique uh, when you were here last, and it was the candle. Candle meditation, candle. yeah. And I, I, did, I, I, did, I did actually try yeah. it. You know, and it did. Did it, it work? Yeah, it did, yeah. actually. I mean, it's a bit dizzy to start with. Cause yeah, because your mind is busy. It's like a snow globe. You know those snow globes yeah. that brings you back from holiday? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but that's what your mind is when we're busy all the snow's like that and when you watch the candle so it's the same with lima with the candle loosen your body in the bath uh inhale diaphragmatically meditate on the candle and then say your affirmations then what happens it allows the snow to settle i have something this may be not related at all but i have something that i'm very conscious of i really have to hide and i don't know if it's because of the stress i put myself i have like i'll say a twitch yeah. like I keep wanting to lift my chin, my brow. Yeah. Like you'll see me sometimes on my eye because I'm I'm trying that hard to to yeah. to to not so show it. Yeah. So normally ticks and twitches and things like that. The fact that the emotional rucksack is so full, the first thing it comes out is a twitch. So once you start to empty the rucksack, that twitch will go and just relax. 
but that's another sign because for you eyes are massive for you yeah blinking as yeah and, and stuff behind your eyes so your whole eyes and everything else for you that's your area like Kev's his stomach yeah. Every, when I'm working with Kev I know it's all about his stomach so for you it's, the eyes are so important so it's about as soon as you feel heavy eyes or you're blinking that lemur or do the candle meditation because he said heavy eyes and he said the pressure behind the pressure behind his eyes yeah and the, what, and, and the twitching of twitch, the eyes yeah. it's all eyes you know you when you're talking would you, are you a seeing person or a feeling person what what was he how he talks he's a feeling person I was going to say because of his hands if you look where his hands are his kinesthetics are feeling because yeah. visual people normally have their hands up here auditory here yeah. kinesthetic tends to be down there and because of his work and everything else you, you'll notice with his metaphors there's a lot of feeling mm. like when he was saying about chucking the water over the um, piece of fabric or whatever yeah. it was everything is about feeling because he can feel that water and he knows how it is without the pressure and everything's in his mm. eyes but, but that's the, the weird thing is because it's kinesthetic first then visual yeah. so it comes from a feeling to translate it through his eyes but when you understand how your brain works and you get this better you, you help yourself does that make sense so it's analysing do, do you have without obviously putting yourself out of any kind of work do you have resources that we can sort of learn the basics on ourselves or, or people can learn them yeah i mean all stuff like this i mean people say you know can you recommend me a book a video or something yeah. for this and then i say i can recommend you about a thousand yeah so the thing is honestly podcasts like this aaron's podcast my uh hypnotherapy.wordpress.com and then you can go into the search uh, things at the side so it's anxiety it's depression there's up hundreds of probably thousands of things up there now you know videos and newsletters and everything else so just have a scan around and if you read all of that you know you'll get most of my knowledge you know or a lot certainly a lot of it but as I say, this is wonderful having you on. And, but sometimes um, you need to go and see someone like Nick or these professionals yeah. because yeah. you don't have your garden to cut your hair. And sometimes you don't need a two-minute conversation. This is wonderful. We do it every week, we get together. But sometimes I've had to go and see Nick over weeks and you have to pay the money because you have to have the results. Yeah. What was that old saying you used to say about um, the bloke on the computer? He was in there for two minutes. They fixed it, or he had a hammer. Oh yeah, no, it's a ship. So that's Paul McKenna's. So he basically says there's this old steamship in um, Louisiana or wherever it was, and then he breaks down. It's a famous ship. Anyway, he's paid out for all these engineers. No one can fix it. And then he gets this guy in, and he says, "I'm not cheap." And he says, "I'm ten grand." And the guy goes, "Oh bloody hell, ten He's grand. not quite that dear, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he says, uh, "Right, come in." Anyway, so he, he listens to the pipes on the steamship, listens, 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 and the captain walks around with him. He goes, "Ah, oh, I think I know what it is." He goes, "It's this one." He gets a little tack hammer out, taps this thing, and the engine fires up. And then he goes, "There he goes, ten grand." And he goes, ten grand, ten grand. I'm going to tap that with a hammer." And he says, um, "Tapping it with a hammer." At one dollar, knowing where to tap, nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. That makes that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, like from today, me personally, I seem to have got such value out of out of speaking. Because I spoke to you and Ty yeah. recently about having a tough time, and he said to speak with you. Um, and I was looking forward to it, but I, I never anticipated getting so much. I've, I've got so much rock and incorporating into my life. And, that, and that's what this is about. You know, I say to people, there are so many free resources out there, stuff you can learn. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people want it that, you know, and I, make, I do make that joke, you know, they say, can you recommend me a book? I say, I can recommend you a thousand. <laughs> yeah. And they say, how do I learn everything you do? And I say, do my courses. 
yeah. say that's how you can do it because you you know we'll listen to all my podcasts or whatever read my newsletters but immerse yourself like i did i listen to everybody i listen you know when i'm learning all the time you know even my students or people like here i listen to things i learn things and i change things because yeah. i'm you know i'm never going to be go all oh, right i'm good enough now and that's why I always think I'm not good enough because I'm going to keep growing, keep growing, yeah. keep growing. And every day I keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing to be a better version of myself. And then, you know, it's hard sometimes. And then somebody sent me an email and said, you know what, you're a, um, you, you've got loads of integrity, you're kind, you're generous, you're exactly the sort of person I want to be when I do hypnotherapy. And I said to them, honestly, that's made my day. I said, because yeah. I work so hard to be that. Because I say, you know, I work sometimes in an industry where there are a few sharks. So to be class like that, yeah. that's what I've always set out to be. It doesn't get me, it doesn't fill me classrooms full of people or things like that. However, I'd rather be the person I am than, you know, a, a, a dolphin among sharks. Yes, exactly. I like that. But like a lot of people, they say like, um, they're going to pay for a private strength conditioner, a uh, weightlifter, a dietitian, a boxing instructor, a yoga. And hairdressing. Hairdressing. <laughs> Car. But, they, but they won't go and pay that extra bit of money to get their head sorted. Yeah. And I honestly believe if your mind's not right, nothing will be right. Well, a client said to me, she said, um, <laughs> you're twice as expensive as my counsellor. And I said, well, how much do you pay for your counselling? She said, £50. You're £100. I said, when, when you work with me, how much success did you get? She said, in the two sessions, you've resolved everything. I said, how much success have you got with your counsellor? She said, well, I've had twice as many and we've had no changes. Yeah. I said, so it's... Yeah and, yeah, and you know, it's about, I specialise in what I do because I've collapsed and I've been through it. I've had depression, yeah. I've had anxiety, I've had um, panic attacks, stress, you name it, I've been yeah. through it. And, and I had to learn myself sitting in the library every night. And when you're in that state, as, as you guys know, you become a prolific learner. Yeah. So for me is I don't want anyone to feel as lost or alone as I was in that 18 month period. Yeah. Um, and that's why I do these things because I think if I can move one person, you know, it's a bit cliched, but I genuinely live for the feedback so when I get that one bit of feedback from the client or somebody yeah. says something nice, I'm like, right, I know I'm on the right path. Well, that's why we started this podcast, because it, everything we're talking about is our stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you ask us to talk about period pain, that's out of my comfort zone personally. But, you know, all the stuff we're talking about and like, mm. on our journey, and it was, I thought, if I could help a, a young Kevin Dillon yeah. get through it, that, I think it's, um, what's that saying? It's our uh, human obligation yeah. to do this you know and I think it's so right if we can share our knowledge and our experiences so it's not like a, an after school special or a, an episode of Saved yeah. by the Bell yeah. you know it's real pain yeah. and people respect reality they they yeah. sift through bullshit yeah. but they can find solace in genuine people yeah and, that, and that's the thing is like you know I always think back 15 years ago when we started this journey together and I would say what would Kevin today say to Kevin 15 years ago yeah. You know, what advice would you go back and give him? I'd have to say, you've got to do it when you're ready, son. It'll be all right in the morning, yeah. but you've got to do it when you're ready. Because I think more of someone would have pushed me towards it, more I'd have pushed against it. Yeah. But but the, the, the most important thing you said there was it'll be all right. It'll be all right in the morning, son. Yeah. And that's the thing is we, yeah. we think... You know, we struggle through things, and that's why I say courage is a really important thing to do. Because if you just keep moving ahead, you keep pushing, not too hard. Yeah. You remember to relax. You know, you've always got, and then you like the same boxing. You don't do ten minute rounds. No. Do two minutes. You have one minute rest. Yeah. That's how we have to apply our lives. Yeah. Work hard for your two minutes, metaphorically, and then do your one minute rest. That was off camera. We said that, by the way. So if you go into that, I think it was you saying. Or is it uh, uh, one of you saying like you, you have yeah. to feel like you're work, you're sleeping three hours a day, yeah, yeah. and working the other twenty one, and Nick come up with that terminology. 
So, so most people, I said, you wouldn't do this in boxing. You wouldn't box for 10 minutes non-stop. No. You know, it'd be crazy. You'd be like, if I was saying to you as a coach, you go, get lost, we have a yeah. one-minute break, one-minute break. Everyone would be arguing. But in life, we don't take that one-minute break. And meditation and the techniques we've done today are so simple, they're so easy, yeah. so effective. And all I'm trying to say is, let's make these habits, you know, go back into the coat hanger yeah. again. If you do it once, it's going to bend. You're going to break it. Yeah. But if you make it a habit and do it yeah, every day... Yeah, and it and gets then, stronger yeah. and stronger. Like you say, the greatest friend you can have is yourself. Yeah. Because he it, it sees it. it. You've got the world to talk down to you and talk negative to you. You've got social media to feed you negative information and yeah. visuals and whatever else. The last thing you want to do is be pulling yourself through that mill and adding to it. Yeah. So you've got you to gotta know when to shut the door on that shit. And like you say, be kind to yourself. Well, and what you focus on, you get more of, whether it's negative or positive. Your brain will start to look yeah. what you're consistently looking at. So but every time people say that, like, I hope we don't have no trouble tonight. We're yeah, go yeah we've said this, yeah. And you get attracting it because your body language. It. Yeah. It's, it's mad because, like, before I was going through, like, the, the down phase um, the past few weeks, I, I had a week of positivity. Nothing negative. I was just positive, positive. And I, I say to my partner, I say, be positive because the universe rewards you positivity and this is going to sound crazy but the guy we did some work for did an extension for he gave me a christmas card with 30 pound in oh. my partner phoned me that day i also made a tenner on something else which is minimal she phoned me and said i found a fiver wow. the day after she found a tenner and I said, we're talking with you. know what I mean? Seen from the blind, Hollywood to bricks. I kept saying to her, I said, see, this is exactly what I mean. And then he turned it off. I turned on myself again and yeah, no, but, no, no, yeah. no, no, but that's the other thing that to remember is like, don't force stuff. Yeah. If you're forcing, this is what happens on NLP courses, like Aaron was sort of touching on it, but people go and do an NLP course and then they whoop you up and they go, yeah, yeah, feel happy all the time. Yeah, so you force yourself to be happy. And a friend of mine who I do podcasts with as well, he says, <laughs> and then they have a breakdown after 18 months. Yeah. Cause you can't force yourself to be happy all the time. You know, you, you, you wouldn't know what hot water felt like unless you'd had cold because you could yeah. have something to compare it to. That's, it's, they, say the, they say the rain allows you to appreciate yeah, the sunshine exactly. and to, to force yourself to be happy you can just just happy all the time happy 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 you're going to run out of happiness exactly no and if you're happy all the time you, you get depressed because yeah. the brain doesn't like familiarity too much so when it gets same 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 you're going to get depressed because you'll be like oh god not another lottery win yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, but, yeah you know everything wears and like um, there's a guy called Dan Bilzerian who's a like poker player and you might have seen him he's on yachts with loads of women and this certainly a multi-millionaire yeah. and he says the most I can enjoy a meal is a six out of ten he said because I have three Michelin star uh, chefs living with me so whenever I go out the maximum I can enjoy a meal is six out of ten he said imagine that's your life yeah constant mm. So that's, that's crazy. It's modern, everything in, in equal balance. I mean, yeah. everything is balanced, the yin and ba yang. Yin and yang, yang. balance, yang. moderation. It's what it's all yeah. about. And you have to, you know, like, it's absolutely tipping down today. And I was stressed. I've been in the car for two and a half hours to get here. Didn't manage to do my podcast with Aaron. There's a part of me going, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm going to turn around and go home. Because I'm still with this after yeah. two hours. And then I'm like, do you know what? No, just push it through, push it through. It'll be right. It's tipping down, the car's playing up and this, that, and the other. But I'm like, do you know what? I'm learning. Yeah. You know, there's something good's going to happen because you can't have a run of bad luck for, nah. you know, that long. It has to turn. You have to balance it out. And it's about keeping your own decorum and and knowing yourself that, look, I'm riding the waves. Let's say it's that metaphor with the life machine, isn't it? Where yeah. when it's up and down, yeah. that's life. When it's a flat line and... 
but you have to allow yourself, you know, to appreciate the sunshine sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I think that's what we're all guilty of here. Sometimes we can push ourselves too hard, like I have this year. I've took a step back now because things are calming down for December. And I'm just like, right, I'm going to reflect on this year and yeah. start to enjoy what I've done and reflect on that and then just chill out a bit. So, so a good thing before, before we end. So one, one to say New Year's goals for everyone, this could be universal to absolutely everyone, is self-care. Self-care and consistency one, with it. Consistency and self-care to staples to anyone's yeah. goals, no matter what else. You, you and maybe make. we have to check. Maybe we have to check in with each other and say and be honest, because I'm I'm not great at it either. You know, I yeah. forget to meditate, and I've, sometimes what I'll do is if I'm stressed, have a bath in the morning. Yeah. And I know people might say, "Well, like, you can't get up and add on." You know, when I say, "Well, when I, when I relax, I can have a more measured view on the day." Yeah. So I'll get up a bit early, have a nice bath, and I'm at least I know when my first client comes in, I'm relaxed because yeah. I need to be there for them so I think you know maybe as part of this podcast we check in with each other and say how much have we done because yeah, you know part, it's hard it's hard to do my job yeah. and look after myself because yeah. I have to be in two different states um, so but I do someone the, just to ask you and hold you I'll say I'll accountable, yeah, yeah, accountability yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly the same as if we were saying have you been to the gym have you been boxing yeah. same thing and that's what we need to champion as uh, you know mental health uh, champions is we we've got to do it ourselves and if you've got yeah. buddies around you go how many times you meditated this week yeah. and you go oh, i've had a bad week all right next week well, i want one more or two more does that make, make it no fun good setting the goals and rules if no one's there to enforce them or help enforce yeah him. encourage them not enforce yeah i thought yeah. enforce is a strong word bro. don't push him <laughs> <laughs> well that's gonna finish us for today uh have you got any quotes nick anything to take away um i think I would say, you know, what Craig has said, the, the, the self-care is so, so important and it's probably the biggest neglected thing we do. You know, like we say, you, you service your car, you get your hair done, you know, you pay for this, that and the other, but what do we do for our mental health? You know, and now mm. we can see how simple the techniques are and these guys can see how simple it is. Yeah. It's five minutes a day. Honestly, five or ten minutes a day. It's that simple. Well, thank you as always. Thanks for coming on. So that's going to do us. So until next week, gang, to a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, to a bit. Listen, listen, listen.